It's hard to hear when you are making mistakes, when you are missing these calls and your wife is going, you're hurting me still and you don't know what's going on and our human nature just says, I don't like to be criticized, I don't like to be critiqued yeah, and so yeah. I'm gonna get defensive and one of the best ways to get defensive is to just kind of uh, go on the attack. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do if you've been missing your wife's emotional bids. Yep. What to do if your crystal ball's busted and yeah. you can't pick up on anything that she's Any throwing out there. Hints. Yep. That's what we're talking about today. All righty. Here we go. <clears throat> so you have a... You have a you have a frog in your throat. I do. <laughs> you have a topic for us today. What's the what's the email someone wrote into us? Yeah, we got an email that says, "My wife and our <laughs> my wife and I are recently separated and trying to reconcile our differences. We want to get back together and are starting our couples counseling in two weeks. She keeps getting frustrated with me because I don't pick up on her tiny hints and I can't pick up on what she needs." My crystal ball is broken and I don't know what to do. Would you have any advice for me? Lost husband. Yeah, that is a very good question. Yes. Because that's the case for a lot of husbands out there who genuinely want to be good husbands, but they their receptors are broken. Their radar is not working or is attuned as much as it needs to. Right. And I'm going to throw this out here. Okay because I was guilty of this. Okay. Uh, we have this expectations that our husband should already know our needs. Right. And so we don't give a lot of information. We might hint at it, right. but they should know what that hint means. Right. And I can remember being told by someone who um, was supposed to be incredibly knowledgeable yeah. that, that women should not have to tell their husbands what they need. Right. And so I lived in that for a very long time, which had to have been hard for you, yeah. having no idea Because you I have to play the guessing game. Yes. Trying and to read your mind. Yes, and playing the guessing game yeah. does not work no. at all. No, not, not at all. And so, it's incredibly frustrating for everyone involved. Yes. Because you're walking around disappointed and hurt, and I'm walking around feeling like I'm screwing up all the time, and, yes. I, and I'm never going to get it right. Yes. Yeah. So there's a little bit of work on both people's part, both yeah. of them. Yeah. There's a couple things going on here, though, which is probably making the situation a little bit harder than just missing the cues. Right. Some of the things that make this a little bit harder right now is the fact that they are separated. Yes. They are far down that road where they are probably both guarding their hearts. Right. They're not people who are separated typically aren't in the most open, receptive, vulnerable state with right. each other because there's a lot of hurt and damage that has been done over the years. Right, so exactly. The thing that typically kicks in with, with that situation is the confirmation bias. So um, when you already believe that your husband or your wife doesn't care about you, and then they miss a cue, they miss something. Right. That just um, confirms what confirms, you already believe. See, they don't care about me. And it kind of reinforces that negative um, stereotype, that negative impression of of who they are as a person. Right. And fighting that becomes 
more complicated than just missing out on the simple cues of of uh, the emotional bids is what we call them. It's, right. it's uh, the emotional calls. This is one of the other tools that's in our relationship roadmap under the connection piece is being able to hear when your spouse is making an emotional bid, an emotional right. call for attention, for connection. And if you just Number one, don't hear the phone. You don't don't pick it up. Number two, you hear it, but you send it a voicemail. Or number three, you just ignore it completely and you you never you just you know hang up on it. Then people stop calling. They right. they just their heart their heart gets harder. Yes. So in this situation, it's going to be more than just him learning how to pick up on those cues. But there is a way that we can talk to other husbands who are in the situation, but maybe not so far down that that path. Um, that can be very, very helpful. Um, and that would be a, a scheduled check-in. If you try to do it, if you try to do it organically, but you suck at it, you're not very good at it at all, catching it in the moment, um, then, then you're going to uh, constantly be kind of catch up. You're going to be losing all the time. All the time, right. But if you go, okay, I already know that I'm missing some calls. I know that my wife is, is trying to connect with me and I'm missing some of it. And I want to genuinely meet that need in her, then you can check in in the morning and before you leave, before you kind of start your day and, and do an emotional check-in. Hey, we're here right now. We don't need to call each other on the phone. We don't need to do it remotely or from a distance. What's the best part of your day you're looking for? What's the hardest part of your day? How are you kind of waking up? What's the kind of your, where's your heart at? You and I do this almost every we day. We just, Hey, how, how's your heart doing right now? Yep. And we check in. That is showing I am concerned. I want to know what you're, what's going on in, in your heart. And then you schedule it in the evening. You just you can actually set an alarm, which, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I don't care what time it is, but it is. I need to check in with my wife. Hey, I want to make sure that we're connected um, at the end of the day here. And I'm still trying to learn this skill. And if you wouldn't mind teaching me. Um, was there any moments throughout the day that I missed when you were hoping I could have responded, but I kind of just missed it? You move into that student mentality, yes, the absolutely. learning mentality, yeah. rather than the defensive mentality. Yes, Most wives will appreciate that. They don't mind teaching their husbands if their husband is willing to be taught. A lot of wives actually try to teach their husbands, but their husbands go, I don't need to be taught. What are you quit bugging me? Right. And they're very closed off, very defensive. But when you initiate that, when you say, I know I'm not good at that and I'd like to learn and the best person to teach me is the one who is right. in this relationship with me, then you can start to get really good at it very fast, actually. Right. It doesn't take years to learn. You, you have to be prepared, though, when you ask that question that your wife isn't going to respond in a teaching type of tone. She might be frustrated yeah. because you've missed it. She might, yeah. she might actually be kind of harsh in her response or to you, or disappointed, or frustrated. Yeah. Yes, all of those feelings yeah. because you did miss it. Yeah, and she, she might not give you credit for asking what yep. did I miss. Yep. But that doesn't mean so that you, you haven't done it. the right thing and yeah. that you should stop doing it yeah. because it's going to take time for her to get used to you going asking yeah. and and trying yeah. to get that information yeah. and so um it she she'll grow in that area as well yeah even this couple again the specific one that just wrote into us that could work um really really well 
if the wife is going to be receptive to that. Right. But the husband has to be the first one that just says, I, I recognize I'm, I'm not doing good at this and I want you to teach me. Yeah. You have permission to call me out and I will not get defensive. I will not blow up. I will yes, not retaliate. Exactly. I won't attack back. That takes that takes maturity and self-awareness on your part. Or defend yourself. Yes. Yep. Because the minute you become defensive, you trigger the defensive brain in your wife. And now it's a power struggle. Now yes. it is who's going to get their needs met first. Right. Who's going to feel like the other person cares right. about and that, them. And that's incredibly difficult for a woman when you're saying, what did I do? Yep. What did I miss? Yep. And she takes, takes lets her guard down and shares that with you. And then you get defensive and try to explain or, or respond in those different ways. You just, you know, put another nail in the coffin. So unfortunately I've seen that so many times in my practice throughout the years, which is a husband and wife come in and the husband is now aware. I'm, I've been dropping the ball. I've been missing some important things in the relationship and I need to get better at it. He fully admits that he is in a open state while he's sitting in my office and then they leave. And two days later, he slips right back into that defensive Um, attacking kind of posture because this is hard. It's hard to hear when you are making mistakes, when you are missing these calls and your wife is going, you're hurting me still and you don't know what's going on. And our human nature just says, I I don't like to be criticized. I don't like to be critiqued. And so I'm going to get defensive. And one of the best ways to get defensive is to just kind of uh, go on the attack and and attack back. So it is difficult for husbands to remain in that open, receptive state. And yet it is essential. It is absolutely critical for a husband to stay open and receptive and learn how to become a good husband. Yes. This is why this is kind of a a ongoing problem that I've been trying to solve for a long time. Um, And right now sitting on the table underneath our microphones using them as kind of coasters for our (laughs) microphone stands is my book husband 101 Um, because it's a book for the husbands who don't know how to do the loving caring things they've just never been taught that skill so i wrote the book on how to be a good husband um it's a book that you can read in under an hour it's each chapter is one page long and it's very practical tangible things that you can do so that you can start to fix your miserable marriage. Yes. Uh, you can buy that on Amazon. Um, I look up Paul Elmore, um, or you can click on the link that is going to be in the show notes for this episode, or, um, just go to securemarriage.com and we will have a place on, on the, under the resources where you can click and buy that book and it'll be shipped to you from Amazon or you can get the Kindle version of it and read it in the next 30 seconds. Um, that's one tool that I've created. The other tool that I've created to teach husbands how to start getting good at this and start to put deposits into their wife's emotional cup is something that we just named Love Dot. Okay. Yeah. Love Dot is a subscription service. It's less than one Vente Mocha every month. 
and you are sent email prompts on here's loving things to do for your wife. And there's a place to put in anniversaries, her birthday, Mother's Day, all the important dates that you'll get a reminder well ahead of time so that you can start to do the things that demonstrate care and concern and love for your wife. That is what Love Dot is going to be. And you can start to feed into and put emotional deposits into her bank account. Yeah. This love dot comes out of yes, our, tell own, us a story. our own um, experience, experience of, of sending messages yes. to each other. And what is a love dot? And so what's the original love dot? The original love dot um, yeah. came way back before probably texts. Maybe I don't know, but you would you would send me an email when you were at work yeah. and you or would, a text yeah. or a text. And you would say, this is your love dot for the morning. Yep. I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. Yep. And but we called it a love dot because you'd get that little, little red dot above the icon, the little notification to let you know that said, hey, there's a message. Yes, exactly. And so that little tiny red dot that's on your text messages or on your email that says you've got an incoming email, uh, incoming message. Yes. Is a love dot. Yes. We've now spun it into something else because when your wife starts to see those little red notifications in her messages and she knows that they're from you. She starts to have positive, loving, affectionate feelings towards you. Yes. It is like a bank account. You're putting investment and 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 time and energy into this thing called the relationship and and it starts to compound. It starts to get more and more. Right. And marriages that have have a lot invested into the emotional bank account can actually weather a lot of problems. If you have 20 bucks in your bank account and you get a flat tire, you're in distress. If you have 20 bucks in your bank account and and you need gas, it's a stressor. Every little problem freaks you out. But if you've got $100,000 in the bank and you have a little problem in life, you have a flat tire, it's no problem. You just go get it fixed because you've got an abundance right. of resources. Right. That is what you were trying to get couples to do in their marriages is deposit so many emotionally positive things into each other that their emotional tank, their emotional bank account is so full. That then, when things happen. Yeah. When you speak harshly to each other or when you forget something, it it doesn't freak out the marriage. Yeah. It isn't it isn't a life or death situation anymore. This is the way to start putting deposits into that emotional bank account. Yeah. So if you want to uh, sign up for that, um, and this means I'm going to have to actually get busy and get this finalized before this podcast episode comes out. <laughs> um, just go to securemarriage.com slash love dot singular, no S love dot. That'll take you to the page where you can learn all about this and you can um, sign up. You can subscribe to the, to the thing. It'll take you to the form where you can put in all the data for your wife and then it will start um, showing up for you. And you can, you can have a tutorial. You can be tutored. You can be, you can have a personal assistant on how to be a good husband. Yeah. Again, this is for men primarily. I haven't got a, a, a woman's version, a wife's version of this yet. This is just for the guys. And if we can have husbands turn into loving husbands, holy cow, we're out of a job. Yeah. We, we don't need to do secure marriage anymore because That'd life be will get better. So anyway, my wife just gave me the wrap up symbol because I'm Cause talking you got, too much. Because you got to get to work. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye.